Good morning. It's January 22nd, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. And today's title is Self-Driving. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Proverbs 16.9 NIV. They say in just a few years, we will all have self-driving cars. Am I the only one who thinks that this prospect isn't all that great? I like driving. I remember anxiously anticipating my 16th birthday, just so I could get behind the wheel and let's face it, be able to get away from home, see my friends, and have something be under my own authority, even if it was only a 1969 Pontiac Tempest. And self-driving is an oxymoron anyway. It won't be myself driving. It will be, well, a robot. As Elon Musk says, it's way better to call it being on autopilot than self-driving. But no matter what we call it, we are, in fact, ceding control of the vehicle, and actually our very lives, to a computerized machine. Maybe the joy of the open road isn't really the issue here. Maybe the issue is in that word control. Man craves independence, freedom, and the right to make his own decisions about every aspect of his life. Our Declaration of Independence says it in its title, before we even read the first paragraph. Men and women, in general, do not want to have others make decisions for them, or tell them what to do at work, or at home, or in their relationships. Owning an automobile has been a manifestation of the American dream since the early 20th century, and not just as a symbol of wealth but as the means for a modicum of independence. Self-driving cars may promise efficiency, increased public safety, more free time, or any number of advantages for society, but they diminish our sense of control over our own destiny. But what if that sense of control is just that, a sense, not actual control? If all the cars were theoretically driverless, and all the robots in control made errors, say, a billion times less often than humans, Wouldn't we in reality be controlling our destinies to a much greater extent than when we were the only decision maker behind the wheel? Besides, when we're driving, it's often the other guy's lack of control that puts us in grave danger, right? Coming to the realization that we are, in fact, not in ultimate control of our destiny is called providence to the believer. God is sovereign over all of his creation. An age-old theological dilemma lands right in the middle of this. If God is all-powerful and all-knowing, where does free will come into play? Is predestination correct? Has God chosen who he will save regardless of any human choices we make? Not surprisingly, that falls just outside the scope of a five-minute devotional. But what we can say is this. If an all-powerful God who loves us and wants the best for us and who can see the long road ahead far beyond our own horizon, wants to take the wheel, maybe we should just let him. There's both joy and peace to be found in realizing that we can turn any issue over to God in prayer and know that in his own timing, he will work things out for the best. The Lord works out everything to its proper end. Proverbs 16.4 NIV I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, What is still to come? I say, my purpose will stand. Isaiah 46, 10 through 13. Father God, we want you to direct our paths. Help us examine our own will, and when we make decisions, submit our will to yours. 
Remind us, Lord, that if you be for us, nothing can stand against us. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.